beautiful people and welcome back to the Your Daily Dose podcast. Hey everyone, I'm back. Um, It's been quite a bit of time and I apologize for that. It's been almost two weeks. I was sick for one week and I could not record and then we just had a bunch of exams for school. We had to take a statewide exam and there was just so much chaos going on and I had a really big event that happened and I was just really jam-packed with events so uh, I'm really sorry for taking the two weeks off but I'm back and today we are going to discuss our first topic that many people encounter and struggle with I personally encounter and struggle with this a lot I think it's just a natural part of life for some people it's worse than others and some people just know how to deal with it better and I just think that if anyone is struggling through this I want to be able to guide you and help you in any way shape or form and just let you know that you're not alone so today's topic is having anxiety about the future and I think all of us can relate to this in one way shape or form Um, whether it be like test anxiety, you don't know how well you did on an exam, anxiety about um, getting results for something, whether you got accepted into college. I'm thinking in a very, I'm thinking in a very academic sense right now because that those are the anxieties that I'm going through. But even if it's like just not knowing if um, a loved one is going to come out of a health crisis, okay, not knowing if, you know, tomorrow it's going to be a there's going to be a tornado or not, not knowing if, you know, you're on a plane, you don't know if you're going to make it to your destination safe, like, just anxiety about the things that you can't control, and that's honestly what anxiety about the future stems from, it's, you don't have to be diagnosed with it, it's just, it happens because things are not in your control, and you are afraid now, because you, you don't know what's going to happen, and you just have to face whatever does happen. Um, so again, yeah, that's basically what anxiety about the future is in my understanding and in my sense of opinion. It, to me, it really does stem from a lack of control and just wanting things to go a certain way and being afraid that they won't go that way and not knowing how to deal with it if things don't go that way and just fearing the future. That's what it essentially is. Um, There's also like anticipatory anxiety, you don't, like leading up to a certain event, you just get really scared because you don't know if you're good enough for it, or you don't know if it's going to work out the way you want it to, you don't know if it's worth it, you don't know if you're worth it, and just those like really negative and overwhelming thoughts taking over your mind about a certain event in the future that you have no say over, you have no telling of what will exactly occur. So I guess when it comes to like anxiety about the future, we all deal with very different topics, um, different circumstances in our life. Some of us, like I mentioned before, have it more than others. Um, what I wanted to emphasize today was kind of just what I'm personally going through and what people like around my age are going through especially if you are junior in high school or in high school at all or just you know a young adult in college um obviously it's not going to take up the bulk of the podcast just a brief like introduction into my own life and what I've dealt with and what I'm dealing with currently and how I deal with it what my methodology is and what my mindset is because it's definitely not easy 
Um, currently, right now, one of the biggest stresses and that's giving me the biggest anxiety ever is definitely just college applications. Um, I don't know if I mentioned this in the last podcast because it has been a while, but I definitely, through my high school career, um, especially with the COVID-19 pandemic, I don't necessarily think I used my time very well during those two years, um, freshman year and sophomore year. And obviously two years is a long time and I could have done so much more. I could have worked harder, done more extracurricular activities because that is a big thing for college applications. Um, And I just feel like I didn't do enough and I feel like now I have to kind of go out of my comfort zone. And I'm not trying to force anything, obviously, because that's not how it works. You should never do anything for the sake of college applications. I definitely I'm I, I'm a firm believer that you should only participate and partake in activities that help you better yourself as an individual and grow your passions and help to pursue your future career path you should never do something out of obligation or out of the desire to impress someone or impress a school because then you're just lying to yourself you know so again I even mentioned this in the last episode you don't want to do that to yourself because you're setting yourself up for disaster for the rest of your life but definitely like this year junior year I've tried my very best to go out of my comfort zone to take on new challenges to help make a difference in the world because that's honestly why colleges look towards extracurricular activities so much they want to see um, how well you know who you are and how well you perform the activities to get to where you need to be and how well you can balance your time how well you can manage yourself and that's a big thing in terms of growing up and becoming an adult and, you know, going to a big, impressive college. Because, like, you know, Harvard is not easy. It's definitely not easy. It is my dream school, and I know I'm not going to get into Harvard, but um, it's definitely not easy to be a Harvard student. And they want to see, like, are you ready for whatever Harvard has in store for you? And that's why they look towards all your stuff on your application. They only want the best of the best because they're made for the best of the best. And sometimes that can be very hard ideal to accept but that's just how the world works and that's you know that's just practicality so yeah one of my biggest stresses right now is college applications i just feel like especially as the times are changing and because of the covid19 pandemic you don't know like you could do so much and you could still get rejected from every college that you apply to and that is just so scary because that's literally not in your control it's up to the admissions officers and the people who read your application and consider you and they have to make so many hard decisions there's like thousands and thousands like hundreds of thousands of people all over the united states and all over the world applying to these colleges and you have you're just one among a million and that's very terrifying um but yeah that is one of my biggest anxieties because again like i mentioned like you could do so much or you could you know be like me where you're struggling to have that much done but um, you never know what is enough in their eyes. And you never know, like, I don't know. Like, you just don't know if they'll like you or not. And that's really scary. And that's one of my biggest anxieties of the future right now. Um, honestly, also just my future in general. I think um, if any of you listeners are high schoolers, you understand that trying to figure out who you're going to be when you grow up and where you want your life to go like, you have to make those make those decisions now. Like, I'm 17, almost, I'm going to turn 18 in, like, 8 months, which is kind of far away, but whatever. Um, you have to make those decisions now. 
you have to like kind of I mean there's no pressure you definitely don't have to have your major figured out you don't have to have where you want to be in your life figured out um it's definitely always a lifelong process figuring out where you want to go and what you want to do but definitely I feel like when you're in high school there's just so much more pressure I know some of my peers also um, I was talking to one of my friends the other day and she was telling me how freshman year like you didn't really have to worry about college and then sophomore year was like there but it was kind of just like a you know, overshadowed by everything else, it wasn't, like, a big deal, and now it's junior year, and now you're, like, oh, my God, what do I do now, like, who do I want to be, and just knowing that you have so many opportunities open to you, and you don't know which way you want to go, you don't know what you want to do, um, can be a very terrifying thing to face, so if any of my fellow high schoolers, listeners are feeling that, um, I'm right there with you, um, I just want to quick word of encouragement just want to say that it's okay you have time your calling will come to you and it'll work out the exact way that it's supposed to work out so don't stress too much about that because you are still really young and you have the next 10 years to figure out what path you want to go down just make sure you go down a path that you are completely and utterly passionate about because you can only um love what you do when you do what you love yeah you can only love what you do when you do what you love so definitely that I in that regard I know definitely that I want to go into the medical field and I'm so grateful that I have that settled in um up until a couple hours ago I was really set on being a cardiothoracic surgeon it's something I'm very very passionate about um but then we watched a movie called dark waters in class the other day and it was a great, great movie. It talked about the DuPont industry crisis, and it just talked about the lawyer, Robert Billet, I think that's Billot, I think, Robert Billot, um, and how he spent the greater half of his life, almost 20, 30 years, solving and working that case and helping all the individuals that were affected by the contamination and the pollution that the DuPont Industries um, and the companies just created all over the world and PFOAs, like those chemicals, inside each and every one of us. 99.9% of human beings have PFOAs inside of them and almost all living creatures and beings and plants, animals, everything have PFOAs too and PFOAs are dangerous, dangerous chemicals. Um, Yeah, so that was a very interesting movie and um, I think, what's his name? I forgot... I forgot his name. I know his name. Mark Ruffalo. Yes. Mark Ruffalo played Robert Blot, I think. And he was a great actor in that movie. Very, very well played. But through watching that movie and just like watching how they were able to bring law and chemistry together, it kind of just like inspired me. Like, what if I want to be a lawyer? And law school just seems so fun too. Like, I definitely want to go to med school. I know that for sure because I just want to learn everything about the human body and the only way to do that is to go to med school. Um, But now I kind of want to go to law school too. But I just think it's so interesting how they were able to overlap those ideas together, chemistry and law, and how they were able to make such a big difference in the world through that. And maybe that's something that I could pursue too. So like I said, even in the medical field, there are so many opportunities available to you. So you have so many choices that you can make. And that can also be very overwhelming. So that is one of my anxieties. Um, sorry for I got sidetracked for a minute. But definitely, if you guys want to watch a good educational, informational, inspirational movie, Dark Waters is very, very, very good.
um, aside from that, another overwhelming and always present anxiety in my life is test anxiety. I obviously, being a high school student and wanting, you know, craving academic validation, I know it's not the best, but um, not just academic validation, but I just want to know that I'm doing my best in everything. And it's very scary for me sometimes because I will study sometimes I study really really hard and I'm prepared for the exam and usually if that's the case then I know I'll do my best and whatever happens that's not in my control because I already did everything I could I studied my very best but even then like sometimes I'm, I'm just I just get really scared like what if the test is really hard what if there are questions on there that I didn't study what if I didn't cover that material what if I forget everything what if I take the test but then I end up failing like what if I just screw up everything so horribly and then what if my GPA goes down and then what if I don't get accepted into college and all those overwhelming really treacherous negative thoughts just replaying in my mind um and then also there's those times where I kind of procrastinate and I'm not as productive as I need to be I know, um, like the term uber productive, like I just don't do that sometimes, and then I'm just scared because I feel like I should have done better, and because I didn't work as hard, I will do bad on the exam, and some, most of the time that does happen because, you know, school is just about the effort you put in, your, your achievements, um, if you are academically integral, and if you don't, you know, cheat, then your achievements are directly linked to your effort, so, um, some, so obviously when I don't study enough, I do suffer the consequences, which is, you know, a bad grade, like a 60 or 70, which is heartbreaking, but again, I did that to myself, and yeah, and then I guess one of my other anxieties is just fear of my past influencing my future, I think this is something we all face, but I think we're just always, I'm always, and a lot of people probably are always scared that, like, you're too late, like, you should have worked harder, you should have done better, like, you can't go back and change anything now, and what if my past and everything that I've done, all the mistakes that I've made, what if it's going to, you know, reflect as my karma and my karma and my future, and then I, you know, end up not getting what I wanted in the first place, not achieving my goals, not becoming the person I want to be. And what if, like, it's never going to happen? What if I just royally screwed up my life at the age of 17? And what if everything just goes to absolute crap from here on out? And that's just also another big one of my worries and anxieties. It's always just there because you can't, you know, you can't change your past. It is what it is. And just knowing that you made those mistakes on your own and now you have to face the consequences and you're going to have to face the fact that I mean, this is me talking to me, but I'm going to have to face the fact that I won't get everything I wanted because I didn't put in the work. That's, um, that's not, it's not just anxiety, but also just like disappointment, I guess, but that's a whole other topic. But yeah, those are, I'm sorry, um, those are just the things that go on in my mind quite often. I don't have anxiety per se. I haven't been diagnosed with anxiety. I don't think I have general anxiety. I think that us as humans overall, we all get anxious from time to time. And in this present moment of my life, these are the things that are constantly on my mind because I just, it's just what I face in every single aspect of my life from morning to night. The minute I wake up to the minute I go to sleep, I'm, everything I do 
regards those things that I've just talked about. And when you are faced with those circumstances and situations all the time, you kind of just, you never stop thinking about it. And that can lead to, you know, anxious thoughts, repeated anxious thoughts and situational anxiety. And I think that's the stage I'm in right now. Um, but everyone gets anxious. And like I mentioned, again, this the third time, but some for some people, it's way worse than others. And for others, they can handle it and it's not as bad. Um, it really just depends on who you are and what you're going through and what your mental health is like and every individual is unique so understanding that and respecting that is really important especially when it comes to topics regarding mental health and our emotions but yeah I think the next segment that we're going to move on to is how to deal with that anxiety um obviously it's very 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 difficult there are certain scientific techniques you could use but um I just want to share personally what helps me and hopefully could help anyone else dealing with anxiety. Um, before I go into that, though, I want to talk about something my dad told me today. He actually told me, because I was, you know, I was feeling very anxious. Tomorrow is actually, um, tomorrow's Friday, um, March 25th, and tomorrow I find out some pretty big news about something, a project that I've been working on for a very long time. And it's something I'm very, very, very passionate about, and I've put so much effort. I've literally put blood, sweat, and tears into this project. And tomorrow I find out it's, like, between me and another individual. And I find out who it goes to. And I am very, very nervous, and I'm very, very anxious. Um, so I was, today I was kind of just, like, faced with all that anxiety because it's literally tomorrow. So I'm just like, oh my god, is it going to go my way? Is it going to go this way? Is it going to go that way? And I just, I could not handle it. So I went, I went downstairs, was talking to my dad. I was like, it's horrible. Like, just living like this is so horrible. Like, feeling all these thoughts in my head. And then he said to me, um, and I remember I was, like, dancing around, kind of just trying to get joy into my being because I didn't want to worry about this anymore. I wanted to, you know, be at peace so that I could, you know, do my homework. And I couldn't do my homework when I was being anxious about tomorrow. So... My dad told me, you don't, you don't need to make yourself be happy. Um, you take whatever is making you anxious out of your life. Because our natural state as humans is to be joyful. Because we're tainted by the experiences that we go through and the situations that we're in, we let those situations take control of us. And that is what brings us anxiety. Because we can't control it. It ends up controlling us. And then we're just... We're, we're, stuck in a, we're stuck in a lose-lose situation. And I thought that was very, very true. Because when you think about it, we are all in a joyous state. And the fact that a lot of us, and me included, we end up, like, accidentally thinking, like, oh, when that works out, I'll be happy. When I get this, I'll be happy. When I get into UPenn, I'll be happy. I'm not getting into UPenn, but that's beside the point um when i get into the college of my dreams i'll be happy i'll be proud of myself when i get that hundred on the test i'll be happy when he starts liking me i'll be happy when i start dating him like none of that is going to get you anywhere in terms of just your progress in life because your happiness and this is very cliche but it's very very true your happiness does not depend on others it does not depend on other people around you it really is within you, and it's a choice you have to make whether you're going to let what is surrounding you control you or whether you're going to let what's surrounding you 
happen as it ha- happen as it happen as it is meant to happen and just follow the path that it goes through and obviously that's very hard to do if it was all if it was easy to do none of us would be struggling with anxiety we would all be okay but it is something that we need to realize and just you know give ourselves some grace realize that and give ourselves some grace and understand it's not going to be a linear path trying to figure this out and it's not going to always you know we're going to have bad days we're going to have good days but it comes down to just respecting what we're feeling respecting the situation we're in and always trying to better ourselves to get past the anxiety and the nervousness that we are feeling and the fear that we are feeling (sighs) yeah that's honestly the overarching theme over how i deal with my anxiety um one of the biggest ways i i help i try to deal with my anxiety is i listen to like calming music um it works for some people it does work for me sometimes i actually listen to christian worship music um only because i just find it very calming and very peaceful and very just meaningful i am not christian but i am a religious individual um that's how i classify myself everyone is you know to each their own and so listening to the music of the lord does help me feel better I am a Hindu, but um, I personally think that there are no boundaries to religion, and, you know, people do it all the time. Like, there are Christians that read the Bhagavad Gita um, and the Quran, and um, there are Hindus that, you know, read the Bible, and I just think that just understanding that, above all else, just having that relationship, whether it be with the higher power or God or whatever you want to call it, just understanding, like, the universe, like, if you're into manifestation, law of attraction, it's all essentially the same thing, you're just entrusting your life to something above you, and even if you don't do that, if you're an atheist, that's great for you, um, you don't have to listen to worship music, obviously, but, um, there are always other things that you can do to help calm you down, but for me, definitely just listening to worship music helps a lot, um, yeah, and then, other than that, one of my biggest tactics is honestly just to give yourself grace. Like I mentioned before, like you are going through a tough time, you're anxious about the future, you are scared, you're vulnerable. You can't be mean to yourself. You cannot be rude to yourself. You cannot tell yourself, just shut up, it'll work out the way it is. Can you stop can you stop these thoughts now? Like I need to get this done and to do this. You need to understand that what you're feeling is real. You know, you are nervous and you're nervous for a reason. And you have to aid yourself through that nervousness. So just take a moment and just step back and just realize that, again, it's not in your control. Realize that all you can do is be present in the here and now. Like, if you're worrying about tomorrow, you're trying to you're trying to solve things that haven't even happened yet. You're trying to worry about things that haven't even occurred yet. You're trying to control things that haven't even occurred yet. If you're like six months down the line, you're worried about what's going to happen in six months. It's going to keep torturing you. So it's hard to do it, but bring yourself back to the present and ground yourself. And then take the time for yourself. Like find something that gives you peace, something that soothes you. Whether that be taking a bath with a bath bomb and some candles light it up. Um, and listening to just some calming music, lo-fi music, instrumental music, 
whatever makes you happy. Um, whether it be just taking a shower, going for a run, going to the gym, playing a sport, talking to a friend, talking to a parent, um, talking to, you know, your therapist if you need to, or a counselor, um, praying if that works for you, um, you know, baking, if you love baking and that's something that can take you out of your mind for a little bit, definitely take time to do that, take time to read a book or watch a movie or watch a TV show if you need that escape, take time to do your skincare, take time to, you know, take a nap. If you really are so stressed and anxious and nervous and you just feel like you can't do it anymore, take a nap. Meditate. Meditation is one of the biggest things I recommend. It does not have to be like spiritual meditation at all. Literally, what I recommend and what helps me a lot is just laying down on the ground, like put a towel underneath you, just lay down on the ground, or sit against the wall or a door, or you know, just sit in crisscross applesauce, or whatever is comfortable, or sit on a chair, whatever works for you again, and just take a second to clear your mind, take a second to just let everything go go like detach yourself from everything doesn't matter what happened at school doesn't matter what happened at work doesn't matter what he said or she said what your mom said your dad said what you said to your brother what you said to your sister the fight you had with your friend doesn't matter if you're going to receive big news tomorrow or in the next week doesn't matter if you have a test tomorrow doesn't matter if you have finals next week doesn't matter if you're taking the sat in two months doesn't matter if you got angry with someone in traffic and now you feel bad. Whatever happened in your day, whatever happened in your week, whatever has happened in your life thus far, just detach yourself completely from it and just let it all go. And just find like the emptiness within you. Sorry about that, I had to break for a minute. But um, I think I was saying like find that emptiness within you and simply just lean into that emptiness, just like that clear-mindedness. And it's going to take some time to master, and it can be really frustrating. I know it is for me, because you're just sitting there, and you're like, okay, finding the emptiness. Where's the emptiness? And it's just like thought after thought. And then you hear a car passing by, and then you think about cars. And you hear the birds whistling, and then you think about birds. And then it's just thought after thought after thought. And even in like yoga and Hinduism philosophy, one of the hardest things to do is to pause your thoughts so it is going to take you take some time but even just like taking part in it for a couple minutes in a day even if you don't fully reach that level of emptiness that i'm talking about um just taking time just to lean into that silence and just grounding yourself in that silence like letting it all leave you all the stress all the anxiety all the fear about the future that is honestly one of the best and relieving things that you can do I know it has helped me multiple times on multiple occasions, so I definitely recommend doing that. I remember I was talking to a friend today, and he was also going through just severe like anxiety and just nervousness about life in general, and I told him, like, do that. I promise you it'll feel better, and he told me he would, and I certainly hope he did it, but I guess we'll see, but yeah. So definitely recommend doing that. And it doesn't have to be for long, it doesn't have to be every day, just when you're really feeling overwhelmed and you don't know what to do, that is what I recommend you try doing. Because it could work out, it could help you, and it could be something that really does aid you in your journey with this fear and anxiety about the future. And 
Yeah, so taking that time for yourself and showing yourself that you're here for yourself. Because I, something I fundamentally believe in is that you need to be your very own best friend before you embark on any other relationship with anyone, whether it be friendships or relationships, like romantic relationships. Um, you have to have a good relationship with yourself. You owe it to yourself and you owe it to the other individual. And so to be able to connect with yourself in that way, you know, tell yourself, like, I'm here, I, I feel what you're feeling, obviously, and I, I understand what you're feeling, and I notice it, and I respect it, and I'm going to do whatever I can to help you go through this, and we're going to get through this together. Having that relationship with yourself is so crucial to dealing with this overwhelming feeling of anxiety about the future and about things that you can't control, because you'll know through it all that you can control one thing and that is the trust that you have with yourself and just having that knowledge can be really helpful and crucial to getting through such hard periods of your life um yeah yeah honestly that's the biggest advice that i can give you just you need to be there for yourself and then you can be there for others you can tackle this this journey in every step of the way just by showing yourself that you care. And, yeah, that's pretty much what I have when it comes to solutions on how to deal with the anxiety you're facing. I definitely think that just understanding that what's not in your control, you can't do anything about it. The only thing you can do is be present and focus on what is in your control. Again, saying it is so much harder than doing it, so I understand if it is difficult. I understand if you're listening to this and thinking, but Deepa, like, yeah, I get it, you're saying that, but it's not that easy. Like, how do I stop thinking about it? It's just always on my mind. I understand. I completely understand. But honestly, it just comes down to faith over fear. And it doesn't have to be faith in God or a higher power, just faith in things faith in the belief that things will work out exactly as they are meant to work out for you. As long as you're doing the right thing and you're you're sticking to your values and your morals and you're not disrespecting others, not disrespecting any situations or life in general, and you're just trusting the process, it will work out in some way, shape, or form. It'll work out for you. You may not see it right now, you may not understand it right now, and you definitely will feel like, God, why is this happening? Like, jeez, like, what the heck? What's going on? But it is going through that and understanding that even through such struggles, everything will be okay in the end. Everything will happen for a reason. That is what will help you come out stronger in the end and more wise and wiser and more knowledgeable and more able as well. So definitely just having that faith over fear, having that hope in just the times when you don't understand how it's going to work out. You don't know if it's going to work in your favor. You don't know how you'll be able to deal with it if it doesn't work in your favor. Just have to trust that you have the strength to get through whatever you go through. And if it does work out in your favor, that's fantastic. And if it doesn't, then there are better opportunities and better situations and scenarios and things just coming your way and just having that hope that light in the darkness is very crucial i remember in one of the harry potter movies um dumbledore said like even in the darkest of times you can find light if one only remembers to turn it on turn on the light because 
in some way, shape, or form, it's there. Whether it be through having a dance party in your room to one of your favorite songs, just letting everything go, or, you know, talking to a peer or family or friends, or just, you know, talking to yourself. Sometimes you just need to talk to yourself. Like, there's no shame in that. Literally sit in front of the mirror and have a conversation with yourself. Because, again, that's just working on that relationship with yourself that is so crucial to your own success and well-being in life. Um, but, yeah, that is all I have for that. I think that's the end of the segment of how to deal with the anxiety you're facing. And, yeah, so lastly, I just want to add, like, personally what I do. Um, I kind of touched on this earlier with the whole meditation thing I was talking about where you lay down the emptiness but what other things that I do I go for a walk that's very very peaceful especially if it's nice outside one of the best times I think to go for a walk is when it's like misty outside when it's like cloudy and like kind of humid and it's just it's very fresh and fog a little bit of fog maybe just it's very fresh like right after a rain kind of that kind of feeling because it's so fresh and you walk outside and you smell the fresh air and you hear the birds chirping and the the greenery is just beautiful because it had just rained if it's not like deep winter and you're just surrounded by nature and just pureness and you kind of just feel comforted uh eating heartwarming food is also something that i do um don't stress eat because that's not good for your body your cells can't handle all the excess food that you eat when you stress eat obviously we all stress eat at times but um sometimes you do have to take care of your body too and stress eating is never really good for your health so yeah don't stress eat but do go do eat something that can warm your heart whether it be like a home-cooked meal a meal that your mother used to make you if you're older or just asking your mom hey can you make me something that I used to eat when I was younger when I was sad or just making yourself like a bowl of pasta or a bowl of soup getting takeout from your favorite restaurant just do something that can take your mind off of whatever you're nervous about um again talking to a loved one I personally always talk to my dad I talk to my mom too um my parents um, I'm so blessed that they're there for me to listen they listen to my problems and they give me such good advice and guidance I know for a lot of people that isn't the situation and I am so sorry for that being your being your situation in life but um even then I really hope you have someone that you can talk to some loved one even if it is yourself um or you know God or a higher being that can guide you through whatever you're going through meditating like I mentioned mindfulness practice just being trying to be present that really does help with worrying about the future because the only reason you're worrying about the future you're anxious about the future is because you're not here you're not here and now and if you're in the here and now you will face everything as it comes your way you will not be worrying about what will happen one year down the line and then um journaling journaling is a great way to ease anxiety about the future about life in general just write down all your thoughts and your reflections and how you feel and even looking back at it in the future you can be like wow i can't believe i was going through that and now everything worked out and that can give you even more faith in other times of stress or anxiety because you can believe that it'll work out the way that is meant to work out and 
Um, lastly, I wrote down that I do yoga, obviously. I really love doing yoga. I've been doing it since the age of three. Obviously, I don't do it as much as I used to do it because with school, it's just so stressful. Sometimes I don't find the time to do it in the mornings, um, and I don't always stick to it. When I do say, I will stick to it. But it's still something that I love doing. It's something that I'm very, very passionate about. I actually want to be a certified yoga instructor, hopefully one day. Once I get back into yoga, hopefully when school gets a little bit less stressful. But yoga is definitely a great way to alleviate stress. And one of the great things about yoga is that it's not, you know, it really brings your body, mind, and soul into the present moment. Because your mind is always worried about the future, your body is kind of just lagging behind in the past, your soul is kind of the only thing that's truly ever in the present. And yoga, the whole practice of yoga, whether you do it at the asana level, like going to just yoga classes, or you're more in-depth with yoga, um, it really does help to unite your mind and your body and your soul. So that is also something I recommend. And then also, this is some, I didn't write this down, but this is just coming to me right now. Do something you love. Because right now I'm recording this podcast and I love this podcast, even though we're just two episodes in and I don't have that many listeners at the moment. And even on your daily dose, like the Instagram page, I don't have that many followers, but it's something I am very, very passionate about. And I want to aid anyone in what I have learned so far in my life. And, um, just talking to this podcast and just trying to help you guys with your anxiety about the future and sharing my stories and my reflections and my guidance it you know it took my mind off of tomorrow like I'm not worried about tomorrow anymore and just having that peace because you know that tomorrow's tomorrow today I'm doing what I love to do which is recording this podcast it'll really just ease your whole um, fear and your nervousness But yeah, I think that's pretty much all I have for today's episode. I really hope that that helped you guys in any way, shape, or form. Um, And I just want to say that whatever you're going through, you are so strong for, you know, coming out of it and working your hardest to not give up. And like I said, when you come out of it, it's going to work out in your favor. I believe that and I... I I affirm that for you, for all of my listeners. I really hope that whatever you're going through, if you are going through anxiety about the future, it works out in your favor and that you understand that you are stronger than you ever imagined and you are wiser than you ever imagined and you are more capable than you ever thought you would be. Just remember to always be kind to yourself because as cliche as that sounds, when you are anxious and scared and you don't know what to do and you don't know what's going to happen, you can't control anything around you, the one thing that you can control is how you treat yourself. So be kind to yourself and give yourself grace. Understand that joy is in your hands, peace is in your hands by trusting that the future will occur however it is meant to occur, trusting that you can take care of yourself now and you can be present now and that you can guide yourself through this difficult situation, you are going to build yourself a solid foundation for the rest of your life and whatever you go through. Anxiety about the future, it never goes away. Never, ever, ever goes away. Whether you feel it like 1% or 100% like maximum level of anxiety, it's always going to be there. And 
it'll be there in different situations throughout your life. When you were younger, I remember when I was younger, I would get so anxious about my birthday. I would start planning my birthday in January. And mind you, my birthday is November 21st. So I would be planning my birthday when I was when it was January. And I would be planning like what gifts I wanted, who I wanted to invite to my party, what dress I would be wearing. And even sometimes I do that. Like I used to be in sixth grade and I was planning the prom dress I'd be wearing. And I wasn't going to be going to prom until 12th grade. And now I'm in 11th grade and I don't even have time to worry about a prom dress. Um, and my biggest anxiety now is college. So your anxieties change as you grow and you go through the different stages of life. But it's always going to be there. And understanding that when times are tough and you have no control, focus on what you can control. Focus on what you have. And focus on your own strengths and your own you know whatever you have around you be grateful be have gratitude and keep pushing through because like i said before you are so capable you are so 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 strong and you have so many resources around you so many people around you that can help guide you and help show you the way so trust in that definitely if you want more information on this check out your daily dose the instagram page um i will get really i i need to start getting better at posting on there but i want to try to post more about these topics that i will be discussing on the podcasts and just advice in general and just quotes to help you guys through dark times um just check out my instagram page definitely check out resources online read articles if you have the time to because you know knowledge is power and just learning more about it can guide you through it so that's all I have for you today. That's that's what I'm going to leave off uh, leave off on. Just want you guys to know that um you have you know you have so much power inside of you. You have literal universal power inside of you. Just think about it. Like your heart is beating at this very very second multiple times. It's going to beat a 100 million gazillion times until your entire lifetime. Each cell in your body is working towards keeping you alive, helping you function. And you have so much power inside of you, you can tackle the anxiety about the future, okay? You can face anything that comes your way because you are strong and powerful and capable and trust in that, trust yourself and just trust that it will all be okay. It will all be okay. In time, everything will work out just as it is meant to work out. So that concludes today's episode. Thank you so much for listening and I really do hope that this episode gave you some insight and some knowledge and helped you just face your anxiety and your fear and thank you for being here thank you for taking the time out of your day to listen to this episode thank you for helping me ease my own anxiety about tomorrow because this podcast you know like i said recording it really took my mind off of what is to come and just remember that um there's always light that can be found in the darkness all right that's it for today's episode i'll see you guys next week i promise i will be posting next week and remember be sure to check out your daily dose on instagram it's at underscore your underscore daily underscore dose on instagram and give it a follow and i'll see you next week bye everyone have a great day have a great week and have a blessed you know life in general